Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shanna and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. With us today is Christine Morton, and she is a past life regression therapist. And we are honored to have her today. Hello, Christine. Hello. Nice Hi, to meet Mandy. You. Hi. I'm so excited to be doing this today with you ladies. I know. How's the weather in Mexico? The weather is perfect all the time. <laughs> I think they say we have the second best weather in the world here. What part of Mexico are you in? We're about 30 miles south of Guadalajara uh, at the, uh, in the Lake Chapala area. It's a giant lake. It's actually the biggest lake in Mexico. She lives in Mexico, but she does visit here in Colorado. Do you go other states as well? Not so much now. When we were traveling a lot, um, when we were living in the States, we were traveling around a lot and doing sessions in California and New Mexico and different places, uh, Utah. But now that we're down here, I'm basically just coming back to Denver often to work with clients and uh, doing sessions over the phone as well. I do sessions oh, over okay, the phone great. Do you find that your sessions in person are better or do you find that the ones over the phone are just as awesome? That's a really good question. Um, I find that they work just as well over the phone as they do in person. If someone is going to have trouble, they're going to have trouble whether they're in person or whether they're over the phone. So for some people, an in-person session works better. But for some people, in home and over the phone works better because they can be uh, lying on their own bed uh, in the comfort of their own home, which can facilitate uh, deeper states of relaxation. Which oh, okay. How did you get into this profession? Was this something you were taught, trained, or gifted? The short story is uh, about 33 years ago, my mother died of ovarian cancer. And this event changed the course of my, my life. At the, the last few weeks of her life, she found this amazing space. She was so peaceful and so calm and so serene. And she was amazing to be around during that time. And I vowed after she died that I was going to find a way to find that space without having been given a death sentence first. So I had been in the medical field for 15 years. I knew I needed to get into something more holistic. I fell in love with massage therapy. I uh, started my own business. I started reading everything I could get my hands on, on death and dying and near-death experiences and uh, life after death and reincarnation. And I started volunteering for uh, hospice and, and hypnosis. I was fascinated with hypnosis, but I had young girls at home and I was running my own business and I didn't have time to pursue it. But then 10 years after um, my mother died, I was down in Florida attending a personal growth workshop. And in the middle of uh, a, an emotional release process, I had this crazy opening and uh, my mother began talking to me. I read all about it on my website. But in the middle of all of that, I knew that it was time to get into the hypnosis and then into the specialty work of the um, regression therapy. And yes, I was trained formally uh, in past life uh, soul regression as well as the between life soul regression. What a gift that you got from unfortunately losing your mother. It has been uh, one of the most biggest blessings in my life, too. I don't think I could be who I am today without having all of that having happened. So, 
beautiful story. I was blessed with being able to have a past life regression with Christine, and it was a huge part of my journey. There's so many things that came from that, so many realizations, so many awakenings. Some of these steps that we took prior to meeting were very helpful. So Christine, you had sent me over meditation, getting to know your voice prior to me actually having an appointment with you. And I thought that was amazing because then my brain was like, oh yeah, heard that voice. Is there something people can do or is there anything that makes it easier for people to be able to be hypnotized? Yes, the regression therapy is very right-brained work. The left brain has to be able to get out of the way in order to be able to do this work. And for that reason, I always ask everyone to begin a 15 to 20 minute daily meditation practice. This is going to help so much with the regression. It's going to help that left brain take its proper place during the session. And it's also going to help train the mind to focus. We need a very focused mind for the session. And so people who have had a previous uh, hypnosis experience, regular spiritual practice going on, those people tend to, they could come in this afternoon and do a session and do just very well. But for many people, there is some preparation that goes into this work. Um, so there is, uh, I send a, a preparation files to everyone explaining um, what they can be doing to prepare. There's a whole file just on meditation uh, by itself. Um, there's a couple of suggested readings uh, that I recommend uh, explaining the difference between left and right brain. Those are suggested, they're not required, but they're very helpful. Oh, you... I would totally agree. I feel like that really helped me because I, I didn't know what to expect either. You really, really prepare your clients and, and I really appreciated that, that really helped. Do you have to be spiritual though to receive a past life regression? So the answer to that is no, you don't necessarily have to be. I think, I think it helps to have that kind of mindset, but um, you know, some people um, believe that these are stories that we're picking up from our ancestors or stories that we're tapping into from the collective consciousness. Uh, some people believe that these are just metaphors for the conscious mind to make sense of. And most people believe these are actually past lives, but it really doesn't matter because mm -hmm. the proof is in the results. These are legitimate expressions of our unconscious mind, and we can use those to um, explain the thoughts and the feelings that we've been having for a very long time and, and to help us heal and progress. Right. Can you just break down like what a session would look like? So in the beginning, the session is right brain work. The left brain has to be able to get out of the way. So in the beginning, I'm going to be leading you. I'm going to be guiding you. I'm going to be helping you get very, very deeply relaxed. And then once you get down to that place, then I'm going to begin turning the session over to you. So we all go, go down through these different levels of consciousness mm -hmm. every single night as we drift off to sleep. These are normal, natural states. We come down so quickly, though, and drop off into sleep that we don't have a chance to hover at those lower realms. And so my goal is to get you down to one of those lower states of consciousness above sleep and hold you there because that's where we have access to these memories. Uh, it's like these doors open up uh, off to the side that we can go through and explore other aspects of ourselves and other dimensions. 
uh, again, in the beginning, I'm, I'm going to be leading you and guiding you and getting you down to that place. And then once I turn the session over to you, then I will begin asking those very basic questions and you just need to follow those impressions that come. And then we're off and running and I'm, I'm no longer guiding, I'm no longer leading, and we're, I'm just following wherever you're going. When you're doing your sessions, do you, do you write down, do you record them all? How, how does that look? When I'm doing a session in person, I am not only taking copious notes all throughout mm -hmm. the session, but I'm also recording the session. Uh, and, the, and the client has access to both of those. I send them a copy of my notes as well as the recording. When we do this over the phone, I am taking copious notes all throughout the session, but I'm not able to, uh, to record the session. So um, that's one of the drawbacks to doing this over the phone is we don't have an audio to go with it. Um, but my notes are very complete and uh, some mm -hmm. people well, I'd say probably guess 50% of the people I send an audio to never listen to it anyway because the notes are I would agree yeah I, I will vouch her notes were impeccable I, it was amazing do you handwrite them or type them oh no I'm typing very fast on yeah the computer. she's like one of those court recorders <laughs> you know it's so interesting because one of the questions I get asked is is about psychics and mediums you know can past lives come through that way as well and yes absolutely there are some amazing gifted talented psychics and mediums doing amazing work however what i love 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 about this work is that i'm not telling you anything you're telling me your personal experience and it's so much more powerful when we can get the information on our own inside of ourselves. I would agree. So how do dreams fit in? Because I've had some pretty freaking weird dreams. I have regular dreams of people I've never known before. And I, we all go to certain places and I have even connected with people who have the same dreams that have been to the same place. And it's not of this time. It's even future. Right. Some sort of parallel universe stuff going on. <laughs> Well, um, it is my belief that uh, everything is happening simultaneously. So um, past uh, and present and future are all happening right here, right now. And so we have just slipped into this little time space right here, right now. Uh, we can get into uh, a future lives we can, and we can get into past lives as well. You know, uh, so uh, it depends on what the person is looking for, what they're searching for. But you, you were talking about dreams. Yeah. And, you know, there, I, I classify things in two different realms. We either have dreams or we have visions. Uh, when, when we have a, a, a dream that is um, extremely vivid, you wake up the next morning and it's so vivid. And years later, you can still recall it in vivid detail. That is not a dream. That is a vision. And that is usually connected to something either in the past or in the future. Very interesting. Can you explain to us what is the in-between lives? Past life soul regression is a really marvelous tool for getting to the root cause of things like anxiety and depression and fears and phobias and repeating patterns in people's lives and uh, relationship issues and physical issues, that kind of thing. Uh, the between lives soul regression, it's a longer session. It's deeper work. Uh, this is where we can get the answers to those really big questions. Who am I? Where did I come from? 
Where am I going when I leave here? Who are the members of my soul family? Who are my soul mates? Uh, what are the contracts I agree to this time around? Uh, what is my purpose worth? Those kinds. Of what is soul merging? So there's a lot of um, people out there now saying, you know, I, I'm, I'm with my twin flame. And, and uh, this is actually a very rare occurrence, uh, this twin flame thing. The twin flame is, is where two souls, two halves of one soul is incarnating in two separate selves. And the intention of that happening is to so that these two can be working independently and this is a this is a specifically to break down the ego to to get this person to be able to move through their life with more unconditional love and divine love and so twin flames don't necessarily ever come together in a life and uh, if they do there's two aspects of that, that coming together. There's a karmic cycle, and then there's a union cycle. Uh, again, this is very rare. This is rare stuff. So this isn't something, it's, it's not something that's happening as often as people as are talking. people think, yeah. And I just want to explain to the listeners, because I'm, you know, I'm sure many people that are listening haven't had one before. When you were getting a past life regression, you know, Christine's not suggesting anything. Where are you? And you tell her. Do you use certain things that cue people to be able to give you information? In the beginning, I'm, I am leading you. Uh, when, as I'm getting you relaxed and getting you down into those deeper states of hypnosis, I am leading you. I am guiding you. I'm asking you to think of this and to visualize that and to sense this. But then once I get you down to a certain place, then I begin turning the session over to you. And at that point, we're trusting your intuition and your guides. Um, your guides and teachers always come in with us to, to do this work. And so I have no idea where the session will take you. And, and most people that come in to see me, they have no idea where the session will take them either. But based on what they come in to work on, their guides know which life we need to go back to, to explore in order to be able to understand this on a deeper level. And so we just have to trust where we are led and follow. So once I get you down to that place and I begin turning the session over to you, I'm going to begin by asking some very basic questions. And the person has to be able to respond with the very first impression that comes, very first thought. Uh, they will get an impression. They'll either get a visual or maybe just a sense of knowing or maybe just an emotion. And if they can just follow it just go with it. I was like watching a movie and I, and there was no thought. I was just saying what I was seeing. It was incredible. I mean, there, there was no ego involved or decisions. Like you said, that part of the brain was tapped out. Off to the side. That's right. That's perfect. That's the thing. Uh, I had a near death experience. I had some trauma around it. So I had to do some EMDR. I know that's totally different. Some of the the things that came up triggered a lot of emotion from me. So when I left the session, she had to prepare me on how to handle what was exposed and what came out of the session. Do you have to do that with your clients as well? I mean, after they sit through a session with you, there's probably some heavy duty stuff sometimes that comes out. Like what kind of after plan do you have set in place for them? Right. So um, to be honest, past life regression is almost always trauma based. We don't tend to go back to those easy vacation lives because we're done with them. 
we tend to go back to those really traumatic ones, the ones that we're still holding on to unfinished business with. And so the sessions can be quite intense and very emotional. And so it's, you know, I always tell people at the end of the session, you could be experiencing uh, uh, quite a lot of emotions for the next few days, you know, maybe just euphoria at remembering this connection that you have with your guide and, and how loved you are. Uh, you could have some pretty intense negative emotions coming up uh, as well. I, I, I always tell people though, try not to attach too much to this. This is just old energy releasing. So we need to allow ourselves to feel it, let it come up, and then just let it move through. Don't attach ourselves to it. That's got to be difficult for people to go through through their death. I would think that some people being murdered would be kind of traumatizing to go through. Right. If the person is really struggling, really quite emotional, there are some things I can do uh, to help the person to kind of detach from the scene a little bit mm -hmm. so that they're not, they're not right in it. Uh, they're kind of back here observing it uh, a little more detached and not feeling all of the emotions of it and yet still being able to see what's happening and to go through that and, and get onto the other side. So. Yeah. And that's why it's important to have, you know, to be working with somebody who knows what they're doing, you know, uh, knows what to do in those kinds of circumstances and not, isn't going to let it drag out too long and, and traumatize you by going through something like that. For our listeners, if they were looking to do a past life regression, what would they look for in someone? You know, asking them where they were trained and how long they've been doing this, how many, how many sessions have, have they done and what is their success rate? I mean, those are all really good. Um, okay. And then it, it's really about having a connection with this person. I always tell people when I'm talking to them on the phone or video chatting like this, please uh, don't hesitate to call around and talk to other people because when you're deciding who to work with, because you need to feel really good about who you're working with, because you have to be able to completely relax and let go. So you have to be able to feel really good who you're working with and trust that they're going to be able to lead you wherever you go. When I was looking for information and when I found you, what led me there was actually that my five-year-old had recalled past lives. She recalled two lives. Is it common for children to recall past lives? I, I wondered, did my other children do this? And I just said, oh, you guys are so silly and disregarded it. Right. Yeah, it's very important when children, yes, children can, can recall their, their past lives much easier than, than we can. Once they reach about six or seven, those memories start to fade and then they don't have access to those memories anymore. But as young children, oftentimes that's when those memories will come in. And it's very important not to negate that and to um, ask them questions, as many questions as you can about it, get as much information about it as you can. Write down those details because that, that, little person is gonna is gonna be interested in that information at some point in their life and so write those details down for them That's yeah because i almost feel if you yeah. tell them oh you're just making that up or you're just imagining that then they start to not trust themselves exactly they just shut it down they yeah. just shut it down they don't have access to well, I've always had a connection to Ireland and I've always wanted to go to Ireland and I don't know why, but it's just been like my, on my bucket list. Have you found that things like that come to surface? They find a connection of why they want to go to a certain place or feel like they've been a certain place or birthmarks and scars can be from a past life. Um, do you find a lot of people making those kind of connections? 
Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, that's very common. Uh, people come in sometimes and say, you know, I just have this fascination with World War II. What is that about? What, what right. is the connection? Well, of course, we get into a session and, and um, because that's what their focus was for the session, that's where we get taken was back to a life where all of that was going on. So it's fascinating. That's so cool. Yeah, I have a client who I was telling her about my daughter, Kinsley, telling me this past life. She goes, well, I wonder if that's why my son has a weird obsession with the Titanic. And I'm wow. like, well, that's weird. Fascinating. Yeah. Can you do past life regressions without hypnosis? Is there other ways that like you can find things out without having to be hypnotized? Yes, there are other methods that... Um, uh, assist people in accessing that information without uh, undergoing hypnosis. I find it so much better though um, to do okay. the regression because it gets that left brain out of the way. I think when our left brain is in the way, we, we can kind of get things added in that aren't necessarily uh, true. Getting down into those lower states of consciousness really helps that left brain to take a seat off to the side. And we, we tap into that right brain, which is uh, the ego's just out of it. And we just, you know, if we can just trust those impressions that come, it's just, it's so effortless. How is it usually just the focus on one life? Well, most people go back and uh, explore one life in great detail. But um, I never know. I never know you know, what's going to happen. I can give the suggestion uh, that we, as we're getting ready to move into another scene, I can say, okay, on the count of three, you will automatically move forward to the next significant scene uh, or event in this lifetime. And with the intention of staying within this lifetime, and they won't, <laughs> they will jump and they will jump right into another lifetime. And I have had someone, uh, I had one person that actually got snippets from four different lifetimes in one session. And wow. that is, uh, you know, it's, it's challenging for me to keep up with what is going on, you know, here, first they were a female, and now they're male, and now they're in a, you know, it's really challenging for me to kind of keep track of, you know, what's, figure out what's happening, but in the end, it's always, and, and sometimes I'm like, I don't, I have no clue as to what, why would we would be doing all this bouncing around, but in the end, uh, when a guy comes in and helps uh, explain uh, what's why this this happened this way there's always a reason so when you say a guide do you have a particular guide that works with you like hand in hand we did an interview with a gentleman um, two weeks ago who was very in inspired and does a lot of work with Archangel Michael is there anyone in particular that's always there with you and can you explain to our listeners what you mean by guide I have lots of guides. Um, sometimes it just feels like the room is full with energy sometimes. Um, I'm not a very visual person, and so I don't have a lot of specific uh, information as far as what they look like and, and their names or anything like that. Uh, but I have, I have many guides that work with me. And, and it's interesting, when we go into a session, uh, my guides will help me sometimes if we get stuck, if, we're, if we get into a place where... Um, the person is having some problems or gets stuck, I will get downloads, I will get information as to what to do next and when, you know, what questions to ask. Trusting your guides, you know, okay. your guides come in to work with us during the session. And so they are the ones that are leading the session. It is your intuition and your guides mm -hmm. that are guiding the session. I am just a facilitator. 
you know, my goal, my job is just to get you down to that place where you can begin accessing memory and then to follow where mm. your guides lead. Do you find that you have experienced people talking about all ascended masters or, I mean, is it just Jesus or have you seen other ascended masters? Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus comes in often and other ascended masters as well come in sometimes. Uh, most of the time, though, these are guides that uh, oftentimes, sometimes it's like um, a grandmother or a, a best friend or somebody who's, mm -hmm. who died that is acting as a guide now. Or, But most of the time, these are uh, guides that are uh, many times uh, indigenous uh, tribe tribal people that come in that that Ooh. will be guides for people it's so interesting because guides can come in in so many different ways they okay. female attributes with hair and facial features and clothing uh they can come in just like orbs they can come in animals or insects they can come in uh just as light and sometimes it's just a feeling uh that comes in so have you ever had ets come through Oh, oh yes, uh, absolutely. So, you know, again, it, it depends on what, what people are coming in to work on. Um, most of the time that will come through in a between lives regression, but sometimes it comes through in a past life regression as well. Many of us have had lives uh, in other places besides Earth. And so if a person comes in with, uh, with an idea, you know, that um, they they don't belong here. That they're from some other some other place, and they really want to get to the root of that. Then it's amazing how oftentimes we will be taken to a life uh, not on Earth, and uh, can be quite similar to uh, an Earth-like life. And Do you believe in a lot of this stuff prior to working with clients, or has your beliefs? Um, actually very much grown because of the experiences you've had and the wisdom that you've learned from your clients? Mm, good question. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I had a, I had a belief about this prior to and, and because my mother was talking to me from the other side and, you know, that which just completely broke me wide open and, and started me questioning all kinds of things. <laughs> I, I certainly had a belief before I got into this, but I learned something every day with my clients you know uh, it has been such an amazing yeah. honor and blessing to be able to facilitate this work for others now um, because i i grow and learn new things all the time it's amazing recently the medium he had expressed someone coming through to me from like the gapsby era mm -hmm. and they had a very vivid message for me um and something inside of me was telling me it was actually like possibly me from a past life. Have you ever, does that happen? That's totally, that's totally possible. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, wow. I can't tell you how, how often people will come in and say, well, I had this psychic reading or I had this session with a medium and this is the information that came in. And now I want to go deeper. I want to know more about what that was all about. What, what were they talking about? Mm -hmm. And so then we can get into a session where we can get into that and find out more about that. Was that actually you uh, in this or was it someone um, that you knew from that time area that was coming through to mm -hmm. give you a message or you know what, what the details okay. are. people are curious why uh, 
some spirits they would say are unsettled or stuck. Maybe some people use the word purgatory. Some people use different dimensions. So yes, uh, sometimes when the when there's been a very tragic, sudden, unexpected death, uh, someone will will die, but they don't know that they're dead, and so they're they're in this they're just kind of in this limbo, and they're hanging close to the earth plane that is not necessarily uh, in anyone's best interest. It's, it's certainly not in their best in interest. They need to, to move on. And it's not in the best interest of the people that they're hanging around uh, here. Okay. Do you see a lot of old souls, new souls? You know, how many lives does a person generally have? Um, I would uh, venture to uh, guess that uh, almost everyone that I work with is a medium to high level uh, soul uh, as far as um, progression goes. I don't get a lot of, uh, you know, movies uh, in this. They're not even going to be interested in this kind of thing. We have to reach a certain level of soul progression to be even interested uh, in this kind of work. And so... Uh, as far as um, all of that goes, the soul color, which indicates level and um, you know soul progression, those are those are things we can find out more in the between lives regression. Uh, most of us have had hundreds and even thousands of past lives. I never had anyone that did not have life. Uh, I have had someone that has only been on earth just uh, a couple of times and that most of their lives have been in other realms. And uh, those, those people have a very difficult time. Mm -hmm. being. This is not an easy experience for them. Um, but most of us um, are more earth-based and have had many, 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 many past lives. That is awesome. Have you ever gone back so far where you're like, where the hell, what period was that? <laughs> like caveman <laughs> period? Oh, I personally, I personally have a life where I went back to caveman days, you know. Okay. And it was a very, uh, oh yes, it was, it was way back, way back. So yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. How do you protect yourself from other people's energies and what are some things that you have to do to make sure that you're putting up those boundaries for protection? Very good. So um, I am uh, an empath. As, as a young a teenager and young adult, I had a lot of trouble with boundaries and, and understanding why I was feeling so much pain and suffering from everybody and everyone. And, and so as a massage therapist, I really had to learn how to figure out where I leave off and where somebody else begins and, and not to take on their stuff because it's very easy to take on somebody else's stuff. So that is something that I learned very strongly, very well midway through my um, massage training in the 27 years that I was doing that. And so this coming into this, it was easy for me to be able to keep clean boundaries. And when I'm in a session, I am focused and I'm so right there with the client I'm visualizing everything and I'm just right there and uh, but honestly if you ask me the next day what happened in that session that happened yesterday I, I'm going to have a hard time pulling up the details because mm. it's not mine it's right I love so it I the non-attachment 
No, absolutely not. So this is your story. This is for you to benefit from, from you to integrate and figure out what it means. And it's, it's not my story. And so I'm off to the next one. And, yeah. I love that. Do you still get to, um, on a personal level, and I hope this is okay, I'm asking, but do you still connect and get to talk to your mom? Anytime I want. Yes, I can, uh, I can pull her anytime. She's not coming in all the time. I mean, you have to read that whole story. Uh, yeah. Once that whole thing got resolved, she left, she left here with unfinished business and she needed yeah. me to clean up this thing and so once that got resolved then uh she was no longer just right there in my face all the time but very connected to her and anytime i um want to feel her or have a question i can close my eyes and pull her in and she's right there so what you're saying is that you're still able to contact your mother what happens when she passes on to another life or is that energy with her is going to remain forever that's a great question. So, so when we come into an incarnation, we bring with us uh, a, a fraction of our total energy. So we might decide to bring in maybe 15% or 20% or maybe even 25% of our total energy into this incarnation. Uh, that would be a lot, by the way, 25%. Um, but the, the larger portion of us, the, the larger portion of our energy is still on the other side, is always on the other side, never leaves the other side. It's just okay. a fraction of us that gets brought into these incarnations. So is that when you, that's what you talk about being everything, everything is happening right now simultaneously, simultaneously. right? Everything. That's, is that why? Because our energy is still everywhere. Well, it's like, um, it's kind of like a, a, a matrix, if you will, you know, past, present, and, and future. So a really good way I explain this to people is, uh, for those of you who know Star Trek, there's a, a Captain Kirk on the Starship Enterprise. They, they would go out uh, and do these journeys for two years at a time on a starship and they couldn't get off to go on vacation. And so they had this thing on the ship called the holodeck where they could go on holiday. So they'd go to this computer and they'd program in where they wanted to go. And so Captain Kirk would decide he wanted to go back to uh, the late 1800s and be um, a sheriff in the old west and and so he goes through a door and there he is he's in period clothing and um, all of the people that he's chosen to be there are there uh, and the difference between what he is experiencing and what we are experiencing is that he still remembers who he really was right. who he really is while he's on vacation um, we uh, come in and we, we, we come through what we call the veil of forgetfulness and we agree to come through that veil in order to be able to learn the lessons and achieve the goals that we set up for ourselves this time around. Captain Kirk could go back to the late 1800s one time and then the next time he could go back to 600 BC and then the next time he could go back to uh, the 1620s and you know so uh, it's the same for us we don't come back in these it, you know we think it's happening on a timeline in chronological order and it, it isn't that isn't the way it works your next life may be 500 AD you know uh, and we always take our knowing with us we take uh, 
you know, we not, may not be able to remember it all, but there are aspects of who we are and what we are that goes with us in every life, in every life. Mm -hmm. So these are all stacked on top of each other and they're all happening simultaneously. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. That was a great explanation. And are we all here, or are we here with our soul family over and over and over? Yes, we tend to reincarnate over and over with the same people. Not always, but, you know, and sometimes we'll grab people from a, a neighboring soul family or something to join us and fill in. Uh, but the majority of the time, and so that's why it's so interesting. Uh, one of the exercises I have people do to prepare yes. homework assignments is to come up with that list of uh, influential people in your life. Uh, uh, because we tend to uh, reincarnate with those people over and over again. And and did you find that uh, you had members I from did. this? I had um, uh, in three people. I had three people that were on my list. And I was surprised that I didn't see some who I really thought would be there, like Mandy. Um, you know, right. I mean, she would probably be my top. And I don't know where you were, Mandy. <laughs> I don't know where you were. I, I mean, you must have been like down by you someplace I didn't see you. <laughs> I was probably at a local New Orleans bar. Yeah, you were. You were the, <laughs> yeah, you were for sure. That's what it was. Interesting. But yeah, yeah. And I loved that because, and actually at first, I didn't want to put certain people on there. And you said, well, how long have you been with them? How long have you known them? And I was like, oh, my whole life since second grade. And I've been with them for my whole life. And you're like, yeah, we're going to add him. But see, it's not always people you get along with either, is it? No, it isn't. And so I, this list is, is uh, you know, eight to ten in, uh, people that have been, uh, have influenced you either positively or negatively. Yeah. You know, it's not those positive influences we're looking for. Those people that have been a really big thorn in your side, those have been influential people. We need to put them on the list. What about animals? You know, the Buddhists believe we start out as maybe insects and then trees and then animals and then humans. Have you ever seen anyone be anything but a human? Yes, I personally have had, went into a regression where um, I was a dolphin in the time of Atlantis. Wow. And um, there had been this, um, this crazy explosion and I was a dead dolphin in the water, belly up. And um, so, yeah, yes, I have personally have had that experience. And so that, that is something that happens occasionally. It's not a very common thing, um, but, it, but it does happen. So, and sometimes like drownings and the way you would die could often cause phobia in your next lifetime too. You hear that often. Absolutely. Oftentimes when the death is very tragic or very sudden or very traumatic, we can leave with, with trauma. And, you know, once we cross over, we are always being, we always are given the opportunity to release that and clear that. But if the trauma is deep, sometimes we are not able to release that. And so we bring it right back with us into the next incarnation uh, to work through. And well, I have, so, must have had some serious trauma with raccoons. Raccoons? I have yeah. a raccoon phobia. You and have no idea. Her phobia of raccoons is read is cute. I'll say cute. I was going to okay. say ridiculous, but it's cute. Interesting. <laughs> well, I mean, fascinating to find out what that's connected to. I'm just going to ask a very blunt question, and I know the answer, but you, you, are you afraid of death? No, I am not afraid of death. Um, yeah. 
uh, that death is an illusion. Yeah. We, um, life goes on and on and on. Uh, mm-hmm. Death is, is nothing more than a transition. Energy, you can't, energy never dies. We are just transitioning. Yeah, we, we, you know, no, I am not afraid. Of that. That's awesome. Well, you've been such a super fun interview. Oh, I've, I'm awesome. Yeah, she's so awesome. I'm like, my energy has gone way up. I'm super excited. I want to get off the phone and like go research a bunch of stuff and I want to meet you. <laughs> um, yeah. In Denver in July. I'll be there in okay. August. And so I still have. Uh, spots available or we could set up a time uh mandy for you to come and just visit with me if you want i would love to uh, have a session and just to yeah definitely visit for our listeners if they want to know more about this and also want to know more about you where are some places they could find you okay so the website is uh harmony soul regression.com okay and my phone number is on there, but I'll give it to you here as, as well. It's 303-960-5970. So you do a free consultation. Do you still do that? You do that for me on the oh, phone? Oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. I do a free consultation. And it's really helpful, I think, to, it was. to, to talk to people and to, for them to get a better feel for me and to get all their questions answered. Uh, so yeah, I always offer a free consultation with people who are. Um, yeah, I loved that you did that. And can I just tell you guys something? This is really weird. I just looked on my phone because I just had a memory. Um, I did this on my birth. Today's my birthday, and I did this on my birthday two years ago. Wow, <laughs> we didn't even plan it. Synchronicity. Is that <laughs> not weird? Yeah, that's, that's, that's I love it. Fun. That's amazing. That's amazing. Happy birthday, Shanna. Yeah. So can I ask you, does past life regressions help you not age because your skin, you look like you're 20 or is that the Mexico humidity? Uh, (laughs) I think it's energy, you know, Uh, I I think it's higher vibration. You know, when, when we are living consistently in a higher vibration, we've got energy coursing through and aging takes place more slowly. Our immune system will be that much stronger too, won't it? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Christina. You're welcome. Thank really you for your pleasure. Yes. It was a really pleasure. Thank you so much, Andy. And yeah, nice to meet you and we'll be in touch so I can uh, book a session. That would be amazing. I know my husband would like to as well. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.